You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Don't call it a comeback. Boeing's always been here. Who doesn't like LL Cool J? If you don't know who LL Cool J is, I don't know. That's what we're talking about today. Alaska Airlines makes big Boeing 737 max order and first U.S. sales since the lifting of the flight ban. A lot of people were counting Boeing out. It's like, oh, Boeing's toast. They're done. Ah, Boeing's never going to recover from this one. Boeing recovers from every single one, no matter what. It's just what Boeing does. That's why we're not calling it a comeback. We're just, ah, this is Boeing. Remember the last one out of Seattle turned out the lights? Hmm. That happened in like in October. And by April, they had gone from 38,000 jobs to 52,000 jobs like that. All of a sudden, Seattle's cranking again. Not that not that Boeing is as big an influence and big a player in, in Seattle now as they once were. We got so much tech industry, but it's still an important news story. And that's why we're covering it right here on the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Thanks for joining. Thanks for being here. Thanks for subscribing. I'm Sean Reynolds, the owner of Silver Properties Northwest, Reynolds & Klein Appraisal. Let's get into it, and I won't waste your time anymore. All right, so what do we got going on? We've got CNBC article talking about Boeing. They have the 737 MAX. That's the plane that's been grounded for two years, kiss of death. And then on top of that, we've had the coronavirus. Basically, most airlines have had very little business. I don't know if you guys have flown, but I've flown a couple of times now during the Rona. And yeah, it's stressful and it's annoying, but it can be done because I sit here talking to you Rona-free, I think. Maybe we've got a little scare going here. Oh, phone just going off. We've got a little scare going here at the uh, Seattle Real Estate Podcast, but hopefully it's just um, hopefully it's just yeah, some sniffles and loss of taste and some other stuff. We're waiting for some test results to come back. Try and hopefully, hopefully it's negative and uh, not good. Alaska Airlines has agreed to buy nearly two dozen additional Boeing 737 MAX planes. The first order from a U.S. carrier since regulators cleared the planes to fly again last month after two deadly crashes. And let me clarify, it's not me that's being tested, somebody else. Alaska said Tuesday it will buy 68 of the 737 MAX planes up from the 32 it had previously ordered. Alaska will buy 23 of them from Boeing and lease 13 others from Air Lease. Alaska also announced options to buy 52 other MAX planes. Big order. It's a big order. I know Ryanair did, um, they did a discount um, in Ireland. I think they're in Ireland, based out of Ireland, air carrier. But this is the first major one. And Alaska Airlines also, they're um, headquartered out of SeaTac here in Seattle, South Seattle. So it's some pretty big news. And this is especially, this is kind of one of those confidence builders. All right, you had a couple of those planes go down. Wasn't good. Not a good thing. Plane got grounded. I mean, actually, I mean, it wasn't not a good thing. It was a horrible situation. Two planes went down. Mm, not just brutal. And so we're kind of coming back out of that as the as Boeing does. All of a sudden, you'll start to see an order here, an order there. And this is one of those stories. The Federal Aviation Administration lifted its grounding order that was put in place after nearly two new MAX jetliners crashed in 2018 and 2019, killing all 346 people aboard the flights. Yeah, that, that was a tragic loss of life. And you're like, oh. 
Horrible. Boeing has been struggling from the almost two-year grounding that was met with the coronavirus, driving down demand and prices for its planes. So double whammy. I mean, not just to the airline industry in general, but to Boeing specifically. They've got this big airplane that they're you know, hedging a lot of bets on, and then all of a sudden it goes down. Tough time, tough struggle to get through. But this is uh, this is kind of how Boeing goes. And if you've lived here in Seattle all your life like I have, you're, you're used to seeing the headlines. Everybody counts them out. And then, oh, miraculously, rising up through the ashes is, is Boeing. I even did a podcast on how Boeing was selling their um, corporate yacht um, to raise cash. But that was probably just because they didn't really want the yacht anymore. Boeing's going to be fine. Alaska Airlines CEO Brad Tilden declined to disclose terms of the deal, but told CNBC that nine of the MAX jetliners it is buying are so-called white tails, planes that have been built but don't have an owner. They're just kind of hanging out there. They've been sitting out there waiting for an owner to come along. Yep, we've got them built. Now we can deliver them. The order by Alaska, which is based in Seattle, near Boeing's MAX production plant, will transition the carrier to a nearly all Boeing fleet in coming years. A move, Tilden says, will save the company on maintenance and other costs. Crucial as the carrier races to cut expenses due to depressed travel demand in the pandemic. Last week, Alaska forecast its December revenue and passenger traffic would be down as much as 70% from a year ago. Airline industry for a thin margin industry, I don't know how they can basically operate when their revenue and traffic is down 70% from a year ago. For any other business, that's like, oh, that's game over. You're done. No go. Do not go to first base. The airline's fleet is a mix of Boeing and Airbus jets stemming from its 2016 merger with Virgin America. Most of the Airbus jets will be replaced by the new Boeing planes. We said, what is it we can do fundamentally and permanently to take advantage of this crisis and improve the competitive position of Alaska, said Tilden. We said if we can largely get back to a single fleet, that that would be in our best interest. So they've got a mix of Airbus and Boeing right now. Guess what? They're saying, all right, Airbus. We're going to have to run with Boeing for now. Boeing's got these airplanes on the ground. We're going to take them. That's just what we're doing. Tilden said the company has 830 of about 3,000 pilots trained on the Airbus, a number that will decline to about 145 by late summer 2023. So you got a bunch of transition in there. It's not like, oh, we'll just throw, it's not like buying a bunch of cars and you know put them in, in your, um, your Uber fleet or whatever it is you do when you buy a bunch of cars got to train these pilots on how do you fly these airplanes without crashing them like those other two planes that went down. And that, that wasn't pilot error. That was mechanical error that they have resolved, correct? Let's hope so. European budget airline Ryanair earlier this month announced an order for 75 MAX jets to its 135 plane order, the largest order in two years. So now we've got... Um, We've got more planes being ordered from Boeing, and that's a great thing. Alaska plans to start flying the MAX in the first quarter and receives its first MAX jet in January. That was quick, quick delivery there. Of course, they are just basically sitting in a warehouse somewhere, a massive warehouse. Or do they keep them outside? I don't really know. 
Um, first Airbus jet in January and a total of 13 planes in 2021, followed by 30 in 2022, 13 in 2023, and 12 in 2024. It hadn't received any of the planes at the time of the March 2019 grounding. American Airlines is set to become the first U.S. airline to return the MAX to commercial service with initial routes between Miami and New York's LaGuardia on December 29th. United Airlines is set to start MAX flights on February 11th from its Houston and Denver hubs. So now that these airplanes have been released, Houston, we have liftoff. You're good to go. They're putting them back in the air, getting them going. So Contrary to what I normally talk about, which is just the demise and deterioration of Seattle, this is one of those stories. It's like, oh, okay, we are going to live through the Rona. We're going to have businesses that kind of do their thing. They keep going, Boeing, namely one. I mean, so many times people are like, oh, you hear about all the layoffs at Boeing? Yeah, I've heard that one before. I've heard that a lot of times before. And you know what? I don't panic anymore. Because the Seattle market is so diversified. If we have one business come in or go out, it's not a big deal. That's what they're kind of saying down in Silicon Valley too, right? They're talking about all the major companies that are leaving Oracle, Tesla. Um, and no, Tesla isn't Silicon Valley. Tesla, um, in California somewhere, I can't remember. But the whole thing is, is that even though you've got an airplane that makes airplanes and they had one crash and killed everybody two separate times, business cycles back up. And I think that's what you're going to see. You're going to see a lot of these business stories and these news stories that have all been, ah, the sky is falling. The earth is no longer rotating. The moon is no longer where it should be. All this crazy stuff. And after the Rona, hysteria dies down bunch of people get the vaccine. We're going to have the flu season back again. The common cold is miraculously going to come back and it's going to be there. And we're going to be like, oh, yeah, huh? that was a crazy ride. That was a wild ride. What was all that about? Shenanigans, the shenanigans of 2020. So a lot of this stuff I'll, I'll read it to you here because you guys want to hear it and we'll talk about it. But a lot of this stuff, we're just going to kind of bump, bump on to the next. And that's my imitation sound of going over a speed bump, which is what 2020 was. And life moves on. Even here in Seattle, even when at some of the comments you guys make on the YouTube, I read one earlier and it was about the social workers and who in the world is going to sign up for what Seattle is proposing? Even in the midst of all that stuff, you're going to have businesses come out doing really well from the Rona because they have had to adapt and figure out what it is that they need to do to survive. And they have done that. Boeing is always kind of just, ah, they're plodding along going, ah, geez, a couple of our planes went down. And I'm not making light, but I'm saying just as in a large timeline, this one little thing is just one tiny little blip in Boeing's overall business path. And not minimizing that it killed 300 and how many people, that is horrible. That's a horrific loss of life. No doubt about that. And if one of that, one of those was my family members, 
huge life-altering event. But as far as Boeing goes and straight business, and that's what I talk about, is, is business and real estate. And unfortunately, those don't have the heartfelt concern of somebody who lost Aunt Ginny on the Boeing that went down. It's like, all right, we know that happened. We've gone through all the FAA stuff to get us up in the air. We are now up in the air. Now we've got airlines saying, all right, let's get the 737 MAX in, into uh, flight again. Let's get going. Let's get those pilots going. So I see this as, okay, we're going to put an end to 2020 here because this was just a crazy year of gyrations. I mean, look at this Seattle Real Estate Podcast. I think I came into... 2010, 20 with maybe I don't know, I didn't even have a 1000 subscribers, I think I had maybe 800 subscribers, been struggling for four years to get my traction, get it going, get it going, get it going. And then when the Rona hit, and one of my businesses wasn't declared essential, that's for like two days, I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna work, I'm just gonna practice on my podcasting, nobody's gonna listen. I mean, why would they listen to a real estate guy talk about business and ridiculous stuff going on in Seattle? I just I'm just practicing I'm putting in the reps until something comes along that gains traction. And lo and behold, when I started daily podcasting, that's kind of what happened. And now I think we're at like, we're close to 34,000 subscribers. And I've got you guys commenting all the time on my stuff to the point where I can't get back to it. It's crazy. So there's going to be a bunch of businesses out there doing the same thing. They've learned how to identify and I didn't do it to succeed with the Seattle real estate podcast. It just kind of happened. I didn't quit is kind of the bottom line. And so I went to daily podcasting, I started off with one podcast a day. And then I'm like, ah, that's pretty easy. I can do one a day. Let's do two. And now we've got enough demand for the podcasts where I can stretch out and I can do three a day at times. Most of the time, that's what I shoot for is to record three a day. And then the editing and production and all that stuff, got other people working on all kinds of stuff, thumbnails, all that stuff. I don't do most of that. I will have kind of directive control over the overall process. But sitting down and editing these podcasts, that is not my job. I'm the guy that creates the content. I read the news and you guys join me and thanks for being here. But there's a lot of businesses that are doing the same thing. They're figuring something out. Ah, we're not going to do anything during the Rona. Let's just go to a daily podcasting platform. And I got to do something to keep busy because otherwise, I'm going to go out of my mind. Little did we know that real estate was absolutely going to skyrocket during the pandemic. What world is this? It's nutty, right? I mean, it's just like, what? How does this happen? So there's a lot of other businesses that are figuring it out. And when things start to get back to normal, they're going to gain some traction and they are going to be off to the races because guess what? Not a lot of competition out there after this. This has been a cleaning the house type environment for businesses. A lot of businesses that were undercapitalized, didn't have a good business model, boom, done. Even businesses that had a good business model, then maybe we're undercapitalized, boom, done, out of here, gone. Other businesses, and I talk about this a lot, our governors have declared who you're going to be a winner and ah, not restaurants. No, not so much you, even though we don't have any data or science to support shutting you down. We're going to make you do outdoor dining in the winter in Seattle. Gyms, oh, you guys are a definite no go. No gym activity at all. Because that's just what we're doing. 
And so businesses that can make it, that make it on the other side, some of them are going to have some pretty darn strong 2021s. And I don't think we're that far off of that. Do we have another couple of extensions of these lockdowns? Yeah, probably. But they can't lock us down forever when you've got the vaccine being delivered, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just like wishful thinking that I think, okay, another lockdown or two. Uh, you can't go to the restaurant. Uh, this silliness. But we are going to be able to do air travel here pretty soon. I mean, there's people are going to be airlines are going to have more than 70% decline. They're going to they're going to have they're going to start to get back to more normal. It's going to take a long time because people just don't really want to go anywhere. The, the, the two times that I've flown, one was early on during the pandemic. And uh, I went to uh, um, Arizona because I wanted to get a haircut. I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous, but my hair was getting really long. And, you know, instead of doing, what was it, Nancy Pelosi? I'm on TV. Well, yes, yeah, so am I. But I did the right thing, and I flew down to Arizona. I actually just needed a quick break. Go down there, get a haircut, fly back. Long weekend, warm. Seattle, ah, marginal. is like April. Still pretty cold in April. The other time I flew recently to Hawaii, went there, and... Um, you know, not a lot of people flying. A lot of those flights that were normally scheduled, those have been condensed down to one flight. So you do have packed flights. Still got people in the middle seats, empty. No people in the middle seats, empty. Just it's kind of how things go. It's like, how can the airlines industry make it through this? They've got to have a massive, massive bailout at some point in time, like they always do, because you can't really run an economy without your airplanes flying for your airlines. Just doesn't happen. Just doesn't doesn't go that way. So good to see Boeing making a comeback kind of offsets a little bit of the silliness and ridiculousness that's going on in Seattle. And I know you like to hear those stories as well. But every now and then, I got to bring back a business story. Because how can you have your pudding if you don't eat your meat? That's the real that's the real story. All right. So I'll catch up with you guys in the next one. That's it for me. I think this is a shorter one. Uh, is it? Let's take a look. I can't tell. I can't read. My eyes are going bad. They've always been bad. Let's be honest. I'm out of here. I will catch up with you guys on the next one. Thanks for, thanks for being here. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for being a part of this. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.